Super Bowl Sunday. Doesn't get much better. Don't take advantage of it. It's been the greatest six years of your life being a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Six years, man. We're like four more years of just being a decade of dominance. Put that on a t-shirt and sell it. We are now joined by half of what is Fesco in the morning that you hear on 610 Sports Radio. One of the top early market or top early show, mid-market shows. It's been rated. Those aren't lies. Those are facts. Bob Fesco, how are you this morning? Uh, you know, I'm doing wonderful, Dusty, just listening to that wonderful intro that you had. We are the sixth highest rated mid-market morning show in America. Please get that correct. That's, tell, that's big. That's street cred, brother. Tell them, Daddy. You know what I mean? That, that's something. You, you, can't, you can't hide that. That's, just, that's a plaque, and you know what? They can hate you because they ain't you, Bob. That's exactly right. Kind of like with the uh, with the Chiefs, right? You were mm-hmm. talking about the, like the last six years and how could you not be excited? Yet we still have people out here complaining about wide receivers. So yeah. here we are in the Super Bowl, Dusty, which seems to be where we've taken up residency over the last five years. You know, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna live somewhere for a while, this is probably the penthouse suite you want. You know, you don't have to be uh, Randy Quaid and go trash it and move out. No one hears about you for the next seven years. Like uh, I don't know, like uh, maybe the Rams did. Who knows? I'm just hogwash here but Bob um I do want to bring this up because you're somebody that's been doing this for a while on on sports radio for for many many reasons why and you were you were here in the Romeo Cornell years or you were around following this team you were you were around that you you remember those Todd Haley years those Matt Castle years and when people say you know people, oh now you're a Chiefs fan no I I have I have Steve Bono and Brody Croyle and and Matt Castle and Kyle Orton I I get to watch all these and it, it's fun now because of where it was and where it's at and how great is that for someone like you that's done sports radio for all this time. Well, it, it is. It's, it's so much fun to, to finally have a winner. I was actually talking to a kid that I mentor who's over at ESPN now, and he was telling me this morning about the lineup on MLB Network Radio. And he goes, they got the White Sox GM, they got the Royals GM, and they've got the Angels GM coming up. I'm like, wow, that's huge. Big day for, for Major League Baseball Radio. He goes, they're all three contenders. And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, actually, the White Sox aren't a contender. The Angels aren't a contender. But we're kind of talking about the Royals being a contender. And he goes, how about that? The Royals and Chiefs good at the, at the same time. I'm like, we've never really experienced that here in Kansas City. You know, it's been one or the other. And when Romeo Cornell was doing whatever he was doing over there, at, you know, at Arrowhead, the, the Royals were building that winner and got to the World Series in 14 and then obviously won it again in 15. And the Chiefs looked at that and went, hey, man, that's motivation for us. We got to get we got to get on the right track. We got to do things differently. And they use the Royals as motivation to turn themselves around. And then the Royals go out and do what they did this offseason. And John spends $400 million on salaries and is getting ready to drop a cool bill plus on a new stadium. And, and people inside that organization said, yeah, the Chiefs have motivated us. And, I mean, how could they not? John Sherman is a season ticket holder for the Chiefs. He sees what's going on out there. His business partner's Patrick Mahomes. And so – they're motivating themselves to go out there and be winners. And it's just it's just a great time to be in Kansas City. I mean, we've, we've got the, the, the dream football scenario. We've got the greatest quarterback-coach combination that maybe we've ever seen in football today. And, yes, it is better than Brady and Belichick because Brady uh, Belichick wasn't an offensive mind and Andy Reid is. And so these two go together like it's never been done before. And, and just sitting back as, you know, we're getting ready to kind of start the day here, in, in Kansas City and get ready for another Super Bowl. Don't ever get tired of this. Don't ever think it's old. Don't ever think it's outdated. Like, this one should be your favorite one because it's the most recent one. And then when this one is over, we start getting ready for next year because this team's going to waltz into the offseason, Dusty, as Super Bowl champions with Lombardi, and they're going to look around and they're going to go, we're, we weren't good enough this year. 
we were not good enough this year, and they won't be wrong. And they'll address that wide receiver position. They'll add a couple of guys probably in free agency to shore up some other positions, hopefully re-sign Snead and get Chris Jones signed to a contract and move this thing forward and go for a three-peat. That's the greatest thing to think about it is that, yeah, back-to-back is probably on the mind for a lot of players, but like I've said before, they they think about it's like a pool player or even like a golf player. You're always thinking about your next shot. And, yeah, you're, you're not going to let the Super Bowl get past you, but, man, you win two in a row – People are like, oh, what's the motivation now? Three in a row, because not very many franchises, not not just in football, but in in franchises around in sports, not a lot of people do the three-peat, and that's that's something that when you do that, like, it's not just an NFL dynasty, legacy franchise. It's a sports dynasty. Yeah, you're up there with Michael Jordan and the Bulls. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. You go out there and you three-peat, and you, you are in rarefied air, and I can't even think off the top of my head who I guess it's got to be the Bulls are the last three P, you know, type of champion. And maybe the only in professional sports, there's probably some baseball squad that did it in the 1800s in Louisville or something that we don't know about. But I, I think what we're looking at is, is history. I mean, this is a legacy game for Andy Reid today. You know, you, you win your third Super Bowl. That's big. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, it's a legacy game. It's also a legacy game for the organization. I mean, there, there, there's so much on the line today for the Chiefs to win. There's a lot for the 49ers. I can't believe it's been 30 years since San Francisco's won a Super Bowl. That's just mind-boggling. Growing up in you know the 80s and 90s when the 49ers always dominated, you thought they were always there and winning. They haven't won a Super Bowl in 30 years, but I don't really care. It's going to be 31 because the Chiefs are just a better team from top to bottom. You start comparing everything. They're the better defensive team first and foremost. They've got the better head coach. They've got the better quarterback. And probably at the end of the day, they're just better from 1 to 53. Yes, San Francisco's got a couple of nice pieces, obviously. But from a team standpoint, the Chiefs are the better team by every metric out there. Not only that, they play in the better division, which they've had a tougher ride through that. It's kind of like the KU analogy. They play in the Big 12 all year, then they play in the big tournament. It's like, oh, KU versus Kentucky should be a good game. And then they end up blowing Kentucky out. You're like, didn't see that coming. Well, if you watch conference play, you know they played against Houston and Baylor and you know all these other Big 12 teams. But... One thing I want to go back to that you kind of alluded to that I've always said that I don't understand where we lost this train of thought is quarterback head coach combination. Every year it's seen when Brady and Belichick were in the playoffs or something like that. It was always like, well, let's start off with our predictions, guys. Who do they have a head coach? Bill Belichick. Who do they have a Tom Brady? Who do they have a quarterback? Tom Brady. Okay, I'll take the Patriots. But for some reason... For some reason, Bob, we've completely gotten rid of that, and Vegas thinks that too because they still hang a minus two next to Kyle Shanahan, who's had a 28-3 lead as an offensive coordinator and a 10-point lead as a head coach and blew them both. But yet, here we are. Once again, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are underdogs. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's wonderful, actually, because it motivates those guys because they look at it and they use it. I mean, if you go back to your KU basketball analogy, over the years, there have been so many times where we've seen a KU team say, we're not getting respected by anybody, and they're the number one overall seed. I mean, it's like, so you've got to create ways to get yourself motivated in, in a lot of times. And, and so if you want to say the Chiefs are the underdog and they're not as good as San Francisco, fine. You know Patrick Mahomes put that mm-hmm. on the mirror in the bathroom of the room he's staying in all week, and, you know, he's, he's using that kind of as the motivation to uh, to get this one. So. People do that all the time because we live in a, in a world now, Dusty, where it's all about the hot take and I was first and I called it type, type of nonsense, right? People always want to say, I told you Shanahan was going to be good. He's done nothing. Mike Shanahan's kid, Kyle, is, is no different than any other head coach. He's not won a championship. He's blown big games, as you alluded to, and, and people still want to pick him. Oh, and Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, great story. 
the, the national folks, they just get tired of the Chiefs. And as Mitch says, after every AFC championship game, you know, you can doubt the Chiefs, you can hate the Chiefs, you can root against the Chiefs, but you know what? You got to deal with the Chiefs because they're still here. And they're here because of that coach-quarterback combination and the general-manager combination, too. I mean, it's a legacy game for Veacher. I mean, you look at what he's going to do and win his third Super Bowl as the general manager of a team who, you know, people criticize for trading Tyreek Hill. They've taken up residency in the Super Bowl since they traded Tyreek Hill. Eric, the enemy's been, you know, sent to Washington, D.C. They're still in the Super Bowl. And they used all those picks for Tyreek Hill, and they upgraded the defense, and they've got the best young defense in the NFL right now. So, I mean, we can't forget about Brett Veach doing, you know, all of this as well. So, there's a lot right now that legacy-wise is on the line. There's so much to play for if you're the Chiefs. And to have that minus two just motivates you a little bit more to go out there and kick ass and take names. It's talking to you, Bob Fesco of Fesco in the morning of 610 Sports Radio. I'm going to pull out my inner Bob Fesco, Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs. We are talking to Bob Fesco, brought to you by Spice and Foods, the official sauce of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Bob, time for your pick, brought to you by Spice and Foods. What is it, and how do you see this game going? Well, I, I think, Dusty, I'm feeling something different today. I'm no, feeling a 35 nothing blowout. <laughs> I'm feeling a 35 nothing blowout, all 35 points coming in the first quarter. Let's go. All right. I like it. That makes it a lot easier and let, lets me enjoy the Super Bowl snack. What are you doing? Are you firing up the Blackstone or you sent me a picture last night? You got a Blackstone now, that, Daddy. Huh? You want to come over and tell me how to use that thing one day? We when, can go out there and just cook all kinds of meats and cheeses. Oh, man. I, whenever you want smash burgers or combination fried rice or Philly cheesesteaks, all you got to do is call me, Bob. You know I'll come over there. I hear the fried rice is huge in the Blackstone. My friend Drew Kiter was telling me about that the other night. He's like, oh, my God, the kids love the fried rice, so you mm. got to do that. So. I hear that's what it about. We got wings from Smokehouse, bro. We got the Cajun wings and some ranch dressing, some beans from Smokehouse barbecue. And I think I'm going to throw some chicken breast on that Blackstone just to kind of see it. I did two pounds of bacon last night Ugh. to season the thing. So, Well, you better get a six-mile walk in tomorrow after your show on Monday morning. Yeah, Monday. I'm going, getting ready to walk into the J right now and get, some, get my swole on, as the kids like to say. All right. Stay fit, Bob, and enjoy the game. And I hope you're right. 35-0 at halftime would make a very, very, very nice Sunday afternoon. All right. See you, bud. Later.